Welcome to Sapowers. Hey everyone, I am finally back with a new episode today. I hope you liked my intro. That's my little girl right there. It's Auntie Abby. She's only like four years old, you guys. <laughs> She's already an aunt. Anyways, today we're gonna be talking about what it truly costs me to follow Christ. Now, oh my goodness, like I said in my previous podcast, like I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but I do, what I do know is that I made the best decision of my life. As always, we're going to start with a prayer. So Father God, I thank you for this moment, Lord Jesus. I thank you for the listeners. Thank you for this podcast, Father God. May you bless them. Give them ears to hear and eyes to see, Father God. Use me as an instrument, Father God. Use my mouth as a tool to speak the gospel and to touch those who don't know you or who know you and need a a new fire in their lives, Father God. May you help them in any way that they can, Lord, and may you just reach them, Lord, May your word um, stay deep in their hearts, Father God, and help them to encourage their friends and family, Lord. Help them encourage them to spread the gospel without fear, Lord, and with boldness. And I just pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father God. And we just praise your most glorious, beautiful name. Amen. Now, let's get right into it. So the first thing I had to give up was eating s'mores. Like the Lord was like, honey, that's too much sugar. You can't be eating that all the time. (laughs) Okay, no, I'm kidding. The first thing that I had to give up was, um, it was truly like my own ways. My own ways. I was like, Lord, like, just take it all. I had so much planned out for my life and everything just seemed to go wrong. And um that like even at school when I was in college I literally changed my major like five times um the friends that I was making I wasn't making good friends the friends that I was choosing for myself they weren't good for me um and even like the things that I was like buying I was buying worthless things that weren't good you know I was I felt like I was a prodigal like I was just spending money without even you know, needing the things that I was buying. It was it was just bad. But I'm not going in order of like what I gave up, but my own ways was also one of the things that I had to give up. So I said, Lord, my ways are your ways now. What you want for me, I want for myself, Father God. Your desires become my desires. And I can say right now with all my heart, you guys, the desires that the Lord has put in me, like his desires are truly mine now. Like I seek to want to do his will for my life because it is so much better. If you're not serving the Lord, you're serving the enemy and you might not even know it because it's either hot or cold. Okay, there's no in between. You can't be half in and half out. But anyway, another thing on my list that I had to give up um, was my friends. Especially my best friend and... um, The Lord was like, you guys no longer have anything in common. You no longer listen to the same music. You no longer watch the same things. You guys no longer talk about the same things. The conversations that me and my friends were having and best friends were having, they weren't pure things. They weren't things that were delightful to the Lord. It wasn't anything that was worthy. It was just... You know, it it wasn't good. Like I I couldn't stand seeing my friends like living 
life in sin and I didn't want to be involved in that anymore. I did what I could. I literally gave my best friend a Bible. I even gave her boyfriend a Bible as well, actually. And uh, I preached the gospel to her. I helped her and, and gave her gave her godly counsel as much as I could, but I couldn't keep compromising the word of God just to satisfy my friends or I couldn't compromise it just to give them what they wanted to hear anymore so I was like Lord like I can't do this anymore and the Lord was kept convicting me was like you have to get rid of them they're not good for you and you know I was just like it, it was just like really hard because at that time the Lord was trying to tell me you can find happiness in me alone and you, happiness doesn't come from another person. Happiness doesn't come from worldly things, from materialistic items. Happiness comes truly from the Lord and serving the Lord. And I didn't understand that at that time. So when he required me to get rid of the friends in my life that were not good for me, I had to get in a place by myself with just me, my Bible, and the Lord's presence. And it became such a wonderful, beautiful thing that even the friends that I have now, like I'll even cancel my plans just to hang out with the Lord. Like it is like the most amazing feeling to be in the presence of God. And if you've never felt that in your life, you need to feel, you need to like, okay, I say like a lot, but you need to like truly try to be in the presence of God and live in purity. Like it's so hard, but it's so rewarding and it's amazing. So when I was younger, I used to eat really, really bad. Like I would eat such bad food, like junk food, oily, greasy, bad food. And it was just like snacks for dinner. And I ate really bad. And once I got saved, believe it or not, I did not desire to eat any junk food at all. I was literally walking at Joel. And I didn't know that the Lord took this away from me. It was so, so weird. I was walking in the in the junk food aisle. And I, and I seriously, I stopped and I looked and I'm like, why don't I crave this food anymore? Why don't I want this food anymore? I was so weirded out. I didn't understand that the Lord began his work in me once I accepted him into my heart. I didn't know that like even that meant so much to him because it truly does mean a lot for us to take care of our temple, our bodies, to you know work out, live in a healthy lifestyle because if we're sick, and we're wary, we're not going to be able to help others if we're, we need help ourselves physically. And that affects us how we think when we're, we're eating junk food, when we're putting like garbage into our bodies, that really affects us how we think and how we act. And it truly just um, affects your whole lifestyle. So that was one of the things that the Lord took away from me and I had no idea. It was pretty cool and I'm glad. Like I, I don't even really like junk food anymore. I barely eat it. Okay, aside from all these other things, the Lord, um, I had to give up the way I dressed. Oh my goodness, I had to give up the way I dressed. I did not dress the best. I I used to show skin. I used to wear really tight clothes. Um, I used to have my belly pierced, all that 
you know, stuff. And I was in love with piercings. I literally pierced my lip, my ankle. I pierced my ankle. Can you guys believe I pierced my ankle? I pierced my my lip. I think I mentioned that. I had so many piercings and in my body. Once I once I truly live for the Lord, I gave all of that up. I actually used to pierce other people as well. I would pierce their bodies, their ears, their belly button. Anything they asked me, I would do it. I'd be that go-to girl. And because I was like so in love with like tattoos and piercings and all that stuff. Like it was a serious thing. I really, really like wasn't feel right. So little by little, I started to progress and change the way that I dressed and purity and modesty. Modest is the hottest. It truly is the hottest. Like your body is only for you and your husband. You need to respect your husband and by the way you dress, by the way you talk and I think that's really, really important because if we are, if I'm a daughter of a king, I need to dress like it, right? So that took a lot because I had to get rid of a lot of clothes. I spent so much money on all these clothes, but I'm like, Lord, it's okay. It's whatever. I'd rather, you know, lose my money instead of, uh, you know, dressing inappropriately so i'd rather dress the way i should be dressed and it is biblically it's biblical for us women to dress modest and um the thing is that in christianity now in america they took that away like culture has taken the away like modesty and it's so sad because it means a lot so i had to completely change my wardrobe and that took a lot of effort and a lot of discipline as well. I don't know what number I'm on, but oh my goodness, I had to give up a lot of things. Another one was music. I told you guys that was so hard. So, so hard. I love music. I love singing. I love dancing. I actually was... Um, in a dance group since high school. I was one in high school and in college. In college, I was in one called Chicana Bachateros. I didn't make the name, but um, we were always like um, in the studio just dancing bachata and cumbia, merengue, like all those amazing dances. And I also liked love, like belly dancing and all that stuff. And I gave that up too. I was like, this isn't like... Uh, the way that the dances were, they're very sexual. So I was like, I can't continue to dance like this. If I'm living for the Lord, I can't continue to be dancing like this or listening to this type of music. So I had to give that up too. One of the other hardest things I had to give up was the the guy that I liked. I was just talking to this guy and he was an unbeliever and usually... I was actually attracted to unbelievers. I was not attracted to any Christian man. And I was like, Lord, is there even any Christian men who are even attractive? And I know that we shouldn't be going by looks, but our eyes are truly attracted to anything that is like beautiful. But self-discipline, you guys. Um, so the Lord, ooh, this one was so bad. Like the Lord did not let me go to sleep. I had this strong conviction this strong feeling that really like pierced me it literally pierced me I, the lord was like you either choose him or me and i was like lord of course i choose you but i was mad at the lord i'm like god like 
he meets all my requirements <laughs> on my list. <laughs> he is handsome, he's smart, he's educated, we're even in the same field. And he's a sweet guy and we're learning about you, like, why not? And the Lord was like, no, no, no. And I heard the Lord's voice very, very clearly. He's like, this guy is not for you. But I was trying to compromise. I was trying to make excuses just to stay with him. And although it looked good in my eyes, although this guy looked very innocent, he truly wasn't. Behind closed doors, God knew him. God knew his heart. God knew his mind. God knew his true motives. And I didn't. Um, see, the enemy comes as an angel of light. He isn't going to always come to you with horns or in red you know he's not gonna always appear that way because if he did you'd rebuke him right away you'd tell him to go away right away so he likes to confuse us and he likes to bring a deception and just the wrong people in our lives so that we can not be in the will of god so he can derail our path and this guy truly like like, after I found out, like, who he truly was, I was like, oh my goodness, thank you, God, for saving me from that one, because that took a long time to get over, and I am just really happy, because I'm telling you, actions speak louder than words, just because they say do this, or they don't do that, what do their actions say, what do they really do when you're not there, so that is something that the Lord knows because he is everywhere. The Lord is omnipresent. He knows before, he knows during, he knows after. He knows every single detail. He knows everything till the T. Like God is the one. Like he is truly our father in heaven. And he's just trying to protect us. He has to break us in order to make us into the man or woman of God that he had, that he wants us to be. See, the Lord is our potter and we are the clay. He's going to continue to mold us and shape us. And at being a new believer, I didn't know that. Now that I'm in my word every single day, and I'm not boasting about this, it's because it's very important to know who God is. You can't live in this world without God and expect to be in heaven and live with Him when you know nothing about Him. In His word, it says, um, Lord, Lord, we casted demons in Your name. We've prophesied in Your name. And He's going to say, I never knew You. And also, like, the scriptures that I'm talking about today will be in the description. But he's going to say, I never knew you. You only came to me when you needed me. And sometimes you didn't even come to me at all. And that's why it's so important to get to know God here, like, on earth. Because how, why don't you want to know God right now while you're on earth? You'll experience joy like never before. The joy that that party says that it gives you the joy that the world says it gives you the joy that that um these clubs and all these bad places says that it gives you it does not compare to the joy that the lord gives you because his joy is not temporary it's forever it lasts eternally like it's amazing and once you find true joy in the lord jesus you'll never be the same I'm telling you, like, you're going to experience a little bit of heaven on earth when you give your life to Christ. You're going to have battles, right? But you're going to have battles either way if you're serving the enemy and living in sin. Aside from all of the other things that I gave up, I also do not watch TV. 
I do not like watching movies. Like, so future husband, if you're listening to me right now, we are not going to sit down on the couch and stare at a TV. That is so boring. There's more to life than that, than just sitting down. So if I do watch a movie, it's going to be something like on Pure Flex. Because I'm telling you, like, I'm not making any room for Satan in my life. Life's not boring when you have Jesus in it because there's so much to do with God that once you start to build a relationship with the Lord, He's going to give you some really awesome ideas and like really cool things to do. And I am so happy when it's just me and the Lord. I don't need anybody else, but He wants to bless us with other people because in His Word it says two is better than one. But you get the point. Well, everyone, los amo con todo mi corazón y gracias por siempre escucharme. The episode has came to an end and I can't wait for the next one and I hope that you all come back and listen to it. So stay tuned for the next one and I love you all. Bye. Jesus is the way to do in life.